Welcome to this edition of EMS Now Up Close. I am Eric Miskell with EMS Now. Uh, this is my first interview for 2024, and uh, I think it's going to be a good one. It's my pleasure to uh, introduce Sergey Zorin. Sergey is the director and founder of Danny CC. Uh, as you will hear, a very interesting story. It is an EMS company uh, with facilities in Turkey, Lithuania, and uh, China. So, um, Sergey, been looking forward to speaking with you for for quite some time. I'm glad to be able to begin the year with you. So, welcome to EMS Now Up Close. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Listen, why don't you begin by introducing yourself and your background in the industry before we get into your company? Okay, sure. Um, I'm, you know, I'm an entrepreneur for all my life, except this short period of time where uh, I was uh, working for JBL, JBL International EMS. Hope mm -hmm. uh, everybody know, uh, know about JBL. And uh, before JBL, I was having my own factory in Russia. After JBL, I was. <laughs> I was establishing another company in Russia, also EMS. And uh, in 2019, uh, I established a company in uh, China, in Shenzhen, a uh, legal entity in Hong Kong. And it was a birthday of the Daddy CC company. Mm -hmm. um, we were started like a service company, mostly design house and uh, supply chain management company back in 2019. And uh, then, uh, and it was totally separate from Russian company. It was uh, mostly for U.S. and uh, European customers, because you know Russian EMS is quite unique. It's a local to local business, always local to local. Yeah. And the idea was to to start some global business in uh, initially in Shenzhen, and then we opened in 2021. We opened uh, office in Lithuania, in Vilnius, and say also in 2021 we opened a company in uh, Turkey. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. The history of your company I find fascinating because it's one of real kind of resilience, entrepreneurship, and and, and determination, right? Um, so tell us the history of your company and and how it transpired, and um, before, and then we can talk about the capabilities of it as well. well we just uh, saw the opportunity. We have some customers who came to us and asked us to design some stuff, some products. And it was not a small customer, so we just started. I mean, I have a great connection with Chinese partners for many years. I have a good team of engineers, design engineers, hardware engineers, software engineers. So we designed a couple of products, and they became successful. So after that, we we just uh, ramp up. Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah. And we were trying to be a published company. We were never looking for our own production because we think there's enough MS capacity in the world and there's no use to open our own production. But later we understood that uh, customers, they, they want to see the real machines, you know, they <laughs> to trust you. They, they want to see the, you have a real production. They don't, they, they don't want to work with middlemen. They want to work with production. Even then, uh, we don't think there's too much value in production, but... Uh, we, mm -hmm. we decided to open our own production. So the last year we opened our first production facility in Turkey okay. and it's going to be much more this year. And that's, yeah, and that's part of what I wanted to get into because you started on that design side being the very strong in the design that kind of, and that's happened with many EMS around the world, how a lot of them get into that, right? They start on the design side and then 
customers say, well, here, can you build it for us as well? Because you're so good at that. So, um, uh, so tell me your different footprint. Then you have the uh, the China, the Lithuania, and the Turkey. Where is the production piece of it currently? So mostly in China. Mostly in okay. China. Before before the 2023, it was 100 percent China. We had a couple of great EMS partners there, and we produced everything in China. Uh, but uh, 2023, we opened our own production in Turkey, in Antalya. It's already one SMT line there, and uh, three more are coming. Mm -hmm. This year, we're going to open China product, our own production in China. Yeah. yeah, I saw the announcement from Productronica that you did with, I believe it was Fuji for the uh, for new yeah, lines. Yeah. Yeah. Our first line was uh, SMPT, East SMPT, and uh, now. Okay. Does uh in in uh for Lithuania does that also have any SMT lines yet? Not yet, not yet. We have uh, small box build production there. We okay. started with few customers, with small small local customers, mm -hmm. and currently we're trying to trying to, to expand it. Okay. It will be two thousand square meters production. The, hopefully in September we could open. Okay. And, and what's the full scope of the services that you provide? Because you're doing the SMT, you do the pin through hole, you do all the way testing and inspection and everything, right? Can you yeah, maybe yeah. review that? Starting from SMT through hole, testing, box build, packaging, everything. Okay. And that includes all of the, obviously, all the material uh, management and everything as well. So. Of course, you know, main, main profit, main, main value, main margin in supply chain. Oh, all yeah. It's so Absolutely, <laughs> that hasn't changed in the industry, has it? That's that's always been that way. Um, and uh, on on the uh, design side, so do you find most of your customers join you from as design customers first, and then they move into the production, or do you get some now that might just come in because you have the SMT capability? Um, of course, the customers who start with design, they are most uh, I would say loyal customers to us because we can give them full support uh, and we're responsible for the end product quality. And when we, you're, you're just EMS, you're just responsible for the workmanship quality. Uh, so the, the customers are not so loyal, but we have both. We have some customers for EMS, we have some customers on design material, we have some customers mm -hmm. for supply chain. We have uh, all kinds of customer currency. Okay. And what about, tell me about your customer base. Uh, what are there particular industry sectors uh, that you are, are are focused on? And are these, where most of the OEMs located? Are they Western? Are they Chinese? Are they from somewhere else? Our main market is US. And that's, uh, I would say, industrial electronic. Okay. Sector. And, uh, and now opening in Turkey, of course, we have many new customers from Turkey. And uh, most of them are also industrial. We have some consumer goods uh, customers as well. But uh, I would say we are, because we are working in uh, medium quality, medium mix <laughs> sector, something in between. Uh, so it's not the consumer electronics differently. We have only a few consumer electronics customers. And I'm assuming then when you say it's in the middle, so no real regulated industries, medical or anything. Either. No, we we are we, now we uh, we're trying to get our IDF certificate for automotive. Okay. So hopefully we'll get it soon uh, next year. I mean this year, two thousand four. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but uh, we never touch uh, 
defense uh, military. That's our principle for many years because you know being international with the uh, roots from Russia is uh, risky. <laughs> so we try not to touch it. That makes so, sense. So yeah, I'm fascinated by the you know the move into Turkey, right? I know that I've had some some contacts there before, so I wanted to kind of explore that. I mean, so you were effectively, I don't know, would you call yourself a startup in Turkey? You had been somewhere else, but you really kind of had to come in and find facilities, get people, and and build it from the ground up, right? So tell yeah, us that's... about that and and why the decision to move to Turkey. Uh, no, it's it, it, when when the war starts in, in 2024, 22, uh, we always facing the problem. We stay in Russia and doing all local business, or we need to move out of Russia and we can keep going with the international business. So we decided to move. And uh, Antalya is a very nice place to live. Antalya, Turkey. I think it's uh, one of the most beautiful places in the world to live. Okay. And uh, that's that's why we we moved personally to Antalya first, and then we understood that uh, it's a, it could be a nice. We were, were thinking about Istanbul actually in the beginning, but then we found a huge industry, an electronics industry in Antalya as well. We were surprised ourselves, but we thought, why not? We, we should try. And we we think it's it was the right uh, decision to open in Antalya because Antalya is one of the biggest city in Turkey. This has a huge airport, number two airport in Turkey, with a, yeah, and a lot of uh, specialists, and the labor cost is uh, is low compared to Europe, much lower. And how was that starting up and starting a business in Turkey? And and was that challenging? Was that fairly simple for you? How long did that take? Of course, it's a it's a different different culture, different mm -hmm. country, it's a different business culture. And when you start a new country, you have zero networking. In the beginning, and uh, it it's really time-consuming to have a proper networking in the beginning. So I think we we spent uh, 2022 only to establish some connection and to understand how how the business working in Russia in, in Turkey, and, uh, and because it's very different from what we had in Russia before, and uh, to find the right people, to find the key uh, managers. Yeah, and uh, 2023 was a real uh, start of the business, I would say. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, business culture, of course, is different, but it's I would say it's not that much different from Lithuania or, or China. I would say China is most most challenging. Turkey is less challenging country. So say yeah, and as far as finding qualified uh, employees, how was that? To find workers, yeah, as I told, there are some companies, medium-sized, large-sized companies in, in Antalya already doing electronics. Mm -hmm. Some of them have SMT lines, so we are we are quite successful. Some mm -hmm. of our managers came from Ankara, uh, yeah, but mostly from Antalya, local. Mm -hmm. And, and we, uh, almost everyone is, is local Turkish. We don't have too much foreigners working for us, but we have. Yeah. Okay. And is that on both the design and the design side primarily then? Yeah, we have both design, currently around 15 engineers for design in total Okay. 40 people for production. Okay. And those Fuji lines we talked about, those will be coming to that facility? Yeah, we actually, we, we bought a additional facility in Natalie Free Zone. There is a free zone, which is easier for export. 
but we have both a uh, local customer, local Turkish customer, and uh, international customer. So we will have uh, two facilities in Antalya, in Antalya soon. Uh, so one line uh, coming to free zone, to Antalya free zone, and one to existing facility. And uh, actually, we are planning to have uh, six lines in Antalya. Okay, so that's becoming quite the base there, and and. How's the how is the EMS industry in in Turkey? How is the the competitive situation for you? I think it's very good for us. It's not uh, too much uh, competition in in a, in a Turkish market because the industry demand is growing very very fast, uh, especially uh, military and defense. And we are not touching military and defense, but other, other our competitors switch into to that industry, and we have a lot of empty. I mean, we have a lot of demand on, on the market, so we, we feel it's the right time and right place for us to open, and uh, we we are developing much faster than we expected. And the the supply chain uh, from the you know component supply chain is well established there with the most of the larger distributors, I'd assume. Yeah, yeah, you know there are two national champions in in Turkey: Archilik, Deco, and Vestel. They're, they're huge manufacturers, so the whole supply chain is in place. So that's uh, very good for, for the country, for the referencing country. We have a lot of specialists, a lot of engineers. Right. Yeah. Have good supply chain. Okay. Are there any unique challenges? I know that, uh, you know, Turkey is part of NATO, but not part of the EU, as an example. Is that a factor for you that it's not part of EU or? Yeah, of course. We, we have a lot of issues with uh, custom clearance. We have issues with the currency. You know, Turkish currency is one of the worst currency in the world. So from outside, it's difficult to to work with it because we always need to think about exchange rate and to mitigate our currency exchange risks. But from the other side, it's an additional benefit for us because uh, you know inflation is too high and then our cost is going down. And, uh, yeah. It's good when we sell to Europe. We it's been a short Yeah. Now, I do note in one of the notes, I noticed the, uh, um, uh, not to delve too heavily into your financial situation, but you're a pretty well capitalized enterprise. Yeah, we because when we exit Russia, we got some, some cash. We sold our business in Russia, so we were ready to invest. And now, current business, even not because of this money, but we were profitable. We made 20 million revenue last year. Mm -hmm. and, uh, with, a, with a good margin rate, so we can. We are, we are very conservative in our financial. We, we don't have any too, too much loan for uh, investors. So, when you look at your 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 current footprint, and I realize it, you know with the three different ones, do you see them? It sounds like a lot of the growth will be Turkey for now, at least on the SMT side. But do you see the growth being shared across the footprint moving forward? Yeah, definitely. I, I think uh, we, we actually we try to build more or less similar site in uh, Lithuania. So it will mm -hmm. be, we plan four SMT lines uh, for the beginning. And uh, China, it will be at least six SMT lines. And okay. we already have orders for that. I mean, customers who will. We just moved from from our company to our own production that's here, so it will be three more or less equally sized uh, EMS, and then we'll see. Because okay. of course we are looking for India. We we, we think India is uh, another 
great opportunity for us. So we could have a chance with opening in this uh, our yeah. next step. You know, and I think you're right on that. India is a very up and coming or it, we've talked about it for a couple decades that it was gonna, it's coming and it seems to be here and developing now finally, which is good because uh, it's a great market. Um, and uh, is most of your business then local for local then within these facilities or how does is some of it export into, like you said, you the US or, or to Western Europe? So number one market for us is still US. But uh, Turkey is growing and Europe is growing, so we we are not thinking like a local to local business anymore. So we we are, we are working even we are selling to Turkey. It's a company who's selling worldwide. So we 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 thinking that we are we are acting like one company or like a single company, and then we just select where better to how to share our resources, where where is production is uh, more beneficial for our customers. Sometimes our customers uh, ask us. Yeah, in, in production in China, we don't know. We don't know. Right. And so, tell me, with with a lot of you know, one of the issues with the EMS industry is there are so many EMS companies, right? There's the competition is pretty heavy. How do you uh, how do you stand apart? How do you differentiate? What is it that that that, that Danny CC is especially good at? Um, we have uh, one secret. We are still developing our product, so hopefully, we can announce it this year. But uh, currently, in general, we're just uh, trying to be just one step ahead of uh, customer service, quality, price. And being a small company, we, we can very easy to make decisions. We can very easy to, we can be flexible for our customers. And uh, I don't know, you know, we, we're trying to, we're trying uh, to amend our product and then we see the, the customer's reaction for that. And as long as it's positive, I think we are moving in the right direction. I don't know how. We're just doing our job. Okay. Just showing up every day and doing the work, right? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> special. Um, yeah. So, what is it? Uh, what's your forecast for 2024 look like? How do you see? You've, you've mentioned a few elements there. You see, you had a good 2023. You're growing, you're profitable, you're. Your, your buying lines, growing your footprint. Um, how does 2024 look for you? Well, uh, 2023 was uh, just a start for us as a manufacturing company. Yeah. Uh, we, we, just, uh, we just launched. Uh, 2024, we want to have a good start with deployment in China. Hopefully, we can build a strong team and show good quality for our customers. And uh, for Turkey, we're expecting a very good growth. I mean, what we have uh, orders now, we have, I think we can move to 30 million total, and uh, that's going to be 50% growth. But hopefully, we can manage it. Very good. And, and Sergey, if people are interested in learning more about you, getting a hold of you, what is the best way for them to do this? Our website, denny.cc. Okay. <laughs> why we choose this name, not to make it very simple for our customers and potential customers. And our LinkedIn page, and uh, that's right. Yeah. And he is. I would just say to the audience, Sergey is does is on uh, uh, on LinkedIn. You can find his profile there, as does Danny CC has its page, and you can find that through Sergey's uh, profile as well. Um, Sergey, 
I love telling the stories of EMS in the industry, and yours is a unique story. So I was glad to be able to, to get this time to speak to you. I, I wish you nothing but success in 2024. And I hope we can, can speak again and, and get some updates uh, over the course of the year. Yeah, thank you, Eric. I, I'm also watching your show. Very interesting. And I hope we can show something interesting inside your show. I look forward to it, sir. So I wish you continued success. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye.